Welcome back. Today's the 26th of July, Thursday. I hope everybody having a great week so far. The weekend's almost upon us. Um, this segment will be about China investment in Africa. As you well know, Africa is a continent. Um, some of you don't even know Africa is a continent. I think it's a country. But anyhow, that's a side joke. But to be, let's get serious on this topic. Um, China have been invested over a trillion dollars in the past over a dec- the past decades in Africa. They're in South Africa mainly. Um, they're in Kenya. They're in um, Zimbabwe. I mean, they're in Ethiopia. They're in Nigeria. They're in a lot of big con- African country, and then they do a lot of investment, mostly in. Um, and infrastructures like highways, they build a lot of highways in Africa, a lot of um, railroad tracks, a lot of um, stadium in Africa uh, are being built by Chinese workers, and they invest a lot in factories in Africa. Now, the good side is they, they are investing in their building, unlike the European that was there for over 300 years, just sucking the, 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 the lifeline of Africa instilling the the natural resources of those countries france england belgium um spain portugal america you know all of those countries i just named they all stole from africa and they're still stealing from africa then they'll talk back about africa how poor africa is africa is not poor by by a long shot it's just mismanagement of the resources that's why the countries are uh, people are struggling that being said china um, they have been over there for the past 20 years, give or take. You Some people might argue the past 10 years, they have been investing a lot of money in Africa. Now, the downsides to that, um, um, to that investment is just like the Chinese, they are well known for when they, whenever they work in, in your country, they like to bring their own labor. And that's not conducive for the country that they are staying in. Because their country doesn't make any money because they take the lion's share of the money. Because they're building those things, so they bought their own labor. They don't use the, those countries' labor. They use their own labor because it's much cheaper for them. So I don't think uh, that's good for Africa. Um, a lot of Africans, they're not aware of that. Some of them are aware of that, um, especially those of us um, who study economics. Uh, those of us who do a lot of investment in Africa. I'm not one of those people. I'm just speaking in general. But... Um, China have been very prominent in Africa for the past for the past twenty years. They have been very po- prominent in Africa, investing in, in infrastructure, building highways. But here's another uh, aspect that most people fail to realize. You see it here in America. Those of us who live in America, the whole diversity thing is not really working for most countries. When you bring somebody to your country with different customs, different way of life, that that can be a cash 22. That can be a cash 22. What do I mean by that? He may not be counterproductive for your country because he may not work for your country because primarily you guys have two different code of conducts and you have two different belief system. So that creates friction over time as time progresses. Um, that's my one, one of the dilemma that China opposing Africa. A lot of those Chinese, they having they having you know children in Africa, and those children they grew up in those countries. They they speak the na- native tongue of those countries plus Chinese because their father would be Chinese or their mothers would be Chinese, vice versa. 
And that can be a dilemma moving forward. And a lot of Africans, they're not really paying, you know, they're not paying attention to those factors. And 20 years from now, you will see it come to, to life. 25 years from now, you will see it come to life, what I'm about to say, what I'm saying right now. But um, China have been invested, unlike the European, the European, like I said before, they have been stealing from Africa, and then they'll go to the media and talk bad about Africa, how poor Africa is. Africa is not poor. Africa just have mismanagement. And mostly African leaders, for the most part, they will steal those countries' resources, those countries' money from the National Bank, and they will put it in a Swiss account in Europe where they, have, they don't pay any tax on it. And then consequently, the IMF, the World Bank, they will, they will froze the money. They will froze the money. They, they have no access to those money, and the money goes to Switzerland. That's why Switzerland is the most richest country in the world. Most people don't know that because there's a lot of money in, those, in, in Swiss Bank. So a lot of African leaders, they have put money, they still put money in Swiss account because they don't pay no taxes. So China's in Africa is a good thing, is, 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 is a double-edged sword. It's is, is good in a way, but it's not good in the other way. Socially, it's not good. Financially, it's good for the Africans and for China because China's going to make the money out of it. They're going to make money. Trust me, you know, Chinese, they don't do no investment where they're going to lose money. So they, they're going to make trillions of dollars moving forward. So I think Africa have to be mindful bringing Chinese to live there in those countries because they have different customs. I don't mind the Chinese coming in and doing investment, but I will not advise any of those African countries to bring any Chinese to stay there permanently. They can come in and invest and work for you know maybe a year, two years, and they go back to China. But I will not advise to any, whether it's Kenya, whether it's Ethiopia, whether it's South Africa, whether it's Zimbabwe, um, all those countries I just mentioned, Nigeria, uh, all those African countries I just mentioned. I don't think it's feasible for Africans to have Chinese workers to live there permanently. It's not going to work for them moving forward. Now, people say, oh, you're a racist, or you're this, you're prejudiced. Yes, I'm prejudiced. Like anybody else, I'm prejudiced. Um, you cannot do it in China. China China's not going to let you come with a, 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 a thousand of African workers to work on their project. They're not going to allow that. So if they don't allow that, why would you let them come to your country and do that to your people? It's not feasible for your, your, for your bottom line because the Chinese are going to make the, the lion's share of the investment instead of you making the lion's share. So it's got to be a partnership. Whether you're going to do 50-50, 60-40, however you divide it, you got to come up top because Africa, by the end of the day, have the raw materials. China, China doesn't have the raw material. America doesn't have the raw material. Europe, Europe don't have the raw material. That's why they're in Africa all day, every day, stealing, investing in Africa. So it, it's something that most of us who study economy, yeah, yeah, I need to look at uh, that situation. Is it, it, it something that you guys need to when y'all doing those deal with China? You have to discuss it with the China, with the Chinese businessmen. Say, listen, I would like to do business with you, but one thing I would like to know that I'm not going to let your people come stay in my country. They can stay there until the project is finished. Once the project is finished, they can go back to China because I don't have enough space to accommodate your people. And secondly, we have different customs, we have different culture, and we speak different languages. And I don't think it's feasible for my nation to accommodate all these Chinese in our country. 
So it's, it's something that most of those African leaders need to talk about when they do an investment with China. That's something they need to talk about uh, with the China, Chinese investors that go to Africa and invest, or whether they invite them to China to meet with them. So they need to talk to, about those um, Chinese that end up staying there permanently. I don't think it's a good thing for Africa moving forward. But um, like I said, uh, unlike the European, Chinese invest, um, spend a lot of uh, investment. They, they build a lot of stuff in, in Africa, mostly roads and highways and stadium, uh, I think hospitals in some countries. So they have done a lot of investment, a lot of uh, investment. So they build a lot of stuff in Africa. So in that part, I give them, I give them an A plus. They did a lot of stuff, and they're still doing stuff in Africa. Only thing is, when it comes to labor, you know, labor issue because China is well known for not paying their late um, their workers. And when they, when they work, when you work for Chinese people, they don't pay you nothing. So this is another criteria that most African investors should discuss while doing business with China, because Chinese they are well known over the world for not paying their people minimum wage, below minimum wage. So when they come to your country, you think they're going to pay your people a good salary? No, they're not going to do it. Because they don't even do it for their own people. So what makes you think that they're going to give you your people a good wage? No. You got you to gotta tell them that, listen, this is not China. This is Africa. We, we, we abide by different rules. You're not going to come here and then... Make my people work for a penny and a dollar. We're not doing that. We're not going to work slave labor here in my country. So those African leaders, too, sometimes they get bribed by the Chinese and they get billions of dollars or they get a private jet or they get a Royce war and they, keep, they give them hush money so they don't talk. So And that's detrimental for the nation because the nation doesn't prosper. Because a lot of those African leaders, not all of them, let me be clear now, those of us who are going to listen to this podcast Go say this guy is an idiot. No, I'm not an idiot. I do my research. It's not every African leaders are, are, are cheating or taking people's money, just like those pastors. But that's a whole different topic. But there's a lot of African leaders. They are stealing from the national bank. They are stealing from those countries, and consequently, the people are suffering. That's why a lot of African are moving to Europe and dying, and or they're going to Saudi Arabia. They're going to Dubai to look for work, or they come to America. Because the condition in their country is not suitable for them to live there, so African they don't. They, if African come together as as a one unit, I, I don't see African coming to America to live here. They will come here for vacation. They will not come here and stay in in America or anywhere else, whether it's Dubai, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, um, South America, wherever they go. Mostly uh, Europe. A lot. There's a lot of African in Europe. So those Africans that live in Europe, they will not be there. They will just go there for vacation. They will not live in this cold weather because, you know, we are hot climate people. So they will, they will be in Africa, chilling in Africa. But this is an issue that they need to address when they're dealing with those Chinese investors. Um, because, you know, we do stuff different, you know, African people. And in each nation in Africa, too, they do stuff different from each nation. You know, Africa is a big, it's a big continent. You know, it's, it's about five, five sides the size of the United States. It's a huge continent. Uh, it's the second largest beside Asia. But Africa have a lot of countries, 54 countries to be precise. So those countries need to address that with Chinese investors. When they come to your countries, hey, let them say, listen, you got to pay my people a good wage. 
And then you gotta don't let them work more than ten hours a day. I think ten hours a day should be the maximum. You don't want your workers to work over ten hours. They're gonna be tired. So they need to be rested, they need to have lunch break. And Chinese people don't really give people lunch break. Not all companies are like that, but most of them, they don't give you lunch break until you finish the work. So that's something that um, Ch- uh, African businessmen who do uh, business with China, they need to address those issues. And I think their relationship would be good. If not, they need to come together. And I, like I, I said before, I, they should be a United Nation of Africa, where all the African nations, they need to start trading with each other so that way they can build the continent. So that way a lot of Africans, they don't have no need to, to run, to flee from those countries and go suffer in the Middle East or go suffer in Europe or go suffer in America. They will stay and invest in their country. So that's all I got to say about China, China investment in Africa. If you're an expert on that and you have to, you want to enlighten me about that, you want to give me more information about it, you can call in. We can discuss live and direct. So it's been a pleasure. Um, those of us who listen to my podcast, I really appreciate the love. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, um, Florida, United States of America. So you guys can call in all all over the world and give me your opinion about China investment in Africa. Mostly those African businessmen, I would like to hear from you guys. What is your perspective in China investment in Africa? So let me know what you, what's your take on it. Have a blessed day. Take care. Bye-bye.